What is happening, guys? This is episode 48 of the Spectators Podcast. Yay. I'm Packy. I'm here with Q, Dags, and Moti. What's happening? We got a lot to talk about today, guys. Do we? Not necessarily a lot of topics, but especially one uh, deep dive, one important topic that Mm, (laughs) at least I got to really get into. So I mean, before we before we get too official with it, you know, how, how was your guys' weekend? Pretty boring. Yeah, pretty boring. Didn't do much. Did we bowl? Yeah, we bowled. Was that oh, it was bowl. That was on Friday. Friday. I didn't oh. literally. I didn't leave the house after that. That was a that was a weird day. That that, that day didn't feel like Friday the whole day for me. Nah, we <laughs> did eight hundred pull tabs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I still got that. that. I forgot <laughs> I took a picture of that shit. Oh, I got <laughs> that. We did. So how do we start? You did. You put forty in or twenty in? I started with twenty, and then we reinvested several times. Several off because the yeah, because and we got the win. Finally, we lost, and then I put the next twenty in and fifty right off the bat, and then we yeah, you just like reinvested. You ended up coming out even, I think. Yeah, I it did. was a long process. So, yeah, but <laughs> that's that's gambling in a yeah. nutshell. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess the, the, the big topic for me today is, is what, what the hell's going on with the spectators? Okay. So there's some, uh, there's some things that need to be addressed. I've talked about, um, these things at length with Moti over the last week or so, maybe even a little more than that. Uh, when we were bowling the other day, I kind of brought you guys up to speed a little bit on things that are going on. Talked to just some people around me. Um, and I think it's just, uh, can't really bite my tongue anymore. All right. So I came into the office this morning. Um, I wrote a bunch of shit down to kind of gather my thoughts on the topics. And I came to the conclusion that, you know what? I I think what I wrote down was, was well said. And then I was like, instead of it just being gathering your thoughts, I think the best way to get the information out that I want is to just read what I wrote. And, um, cause I at least had a little bit of time to gather my thoughts. I don't want to leave shit out. I don't want to mm-hmm. do any of that. So if you guys don't mind, um, I'm just gonna, it's kind of long, but I'm just going to read this shit. And if you guys want to, um, <laughs> if you guys want to like write something down in your phone or whatever, if there's a point you want to make, or if there's a, a, a question you want to ask, like play devil's advocate, pipe in, whatever the case may be. And then we can have a discussion after. All right. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Sound good, Moti? Yeah. All right. Mo and I started the Spectators Collective label under basically two pretenses. One, what would have been beneficial to us as artists when we were coming up locally? And two, how can we offer that to artists and make enough money for it to be worth it to us? Our agreement with Cyrus started in 2015. He was our first artist and only artist for a while. From day one, the agreement was always, in essence, um, an exposure for money agreement. We've never been shy about stating that. We've said it in many podcasts. We've said it publicly. We've been asked, why don't you sign so-and-so? And And our answer is always, no, we have nothing to offer them. It wouldn't make sense for us to sign an artist with any semblance of a following. Not only will we not try to, but any artist that had a legit following would never agree to the terms. And by the way, those terms are a one-page, spaced-out, 
bullet pointed contract written by us, not a fancy lawyer, not super long, burying things in the contract, not confusing at all. We stress to all our artists that this isn't a short term money play. This is to get you a fan base. The spectators make some money in the short term, three years. And then hopefully if the fans mess with the artist, you have something to make a music career out of. And they all know that when they sign, don't let them tell you otherwise. Cyrus, an artist who had been doing music for five or six years at this point, had no fan base to show for it. Any attempt to make it seem otherwise isn't true. He wouldn't have signed if it were true. And he wasn't making any money on his music, which he's openly said on our podcast and other places. But we could see he was talented. We offered him a platform and exposure to amazing fans like you guys. And in addition, we did his mixing, his mastering, his graphic design, created his logos, web content, did lots of videography for him as far as promo vids, all the Spec 16s, Mo shot the No Calls video, and then all the other things that go along with certain types of management services, like just being, a, being available to, to, to talk to and run ideas by and answering emails on behalf of you. Um, and like, we're people who have navigated this world before, so... It's just a valuable um, commodity for him. Our agreement is essentially all of that for whatever you money you make under our contract. We make it very clear to our artists that this isn't a money play for them, that the spectators are not rolling in the dough, that you're going to have to hold down a job. We tell our artists to basically proceed with your career as if we're not there. We'll be looking for opportunities for you, but you should be pursuing any and everything as well. You are still a starving artist. You just now immediately have a platform and all these tools to be successful. So Mo and I hustled for seven or eight years when we started, going to school, working jobs, making music for free. You guys were along for a lot of this process. And we invested the money from our jobs into our music. It took us that long before we saw our first dollar off music. Our idea was to use what we built with all that blood, sweat, tears, and investment fast track that process for another artist in our position so that at the end of the process, they can possibly do what we're doing. And in exchange, we make money. So that's the arrangement. It's never sugarcoated. It's never hidden. And it's actually actively discussed because we never want artists to lose sight of that. So that's a little background as to us starting the label. Mm -hmm. And as most of you who are paying attention can probably assume we have a serious problem with the way Cyrus has been branding himself at the expense of the Spectator's label. He's framing everything in a light that makes it seem as though he's been held hostage by the label and now he's free. The correct analogy would be something like, he was launched and now he's flying. Now let me be clear, it would be great if Cyrus was an ambassador for the Spectator's label and talked about how amazing it was for his career. That would be ideal, but we don't need that. He doesn't have to do that. What I can't take, though, is him acting like he overcame us to get where he is today. That's the opposite of the truth. Somewhere along the line, Cyrus completely lost sight of the whole purpose of our business relationship. Somewhere, literally, the only thing he could see was money. And not just money, but short-term money. He tells you this in his own words. And I had Moti pull up the very first vlog that he posted when he became his own artist outside of the spectators. And he posted a vlog on new year's about how he's starting his own label and he's going to go his own way. And obviously Mo and I watched it. We're interested in what our, our artist is, is getting into. Mm. And this is, this is all in the first five minutes. I'm going to play like five or six clips. It's all in the first five minutes of this video. 
So go ahead, Moti, with the first clip. So following We Should Just Enjoy Ourselves in October of 2016, I started releasing a single a week um, at the top of 2017. I did this for 10 consecutive weeks before I hit a wall. In any of our pursuits in life, like anything that you're doing, I think the whole purpose behind it is to enjoy what you're doing and to make a living doing what you love. And it occurred to me um, that was around the time I started to get paid for music. Up to that point, I had made nothing. I was in the negative. For me to make a living off music, I was going to have to do exponentially more, be way more popular than my peers before I even started to see the money that they were making. So lots of things to unpack here. Let me give a little background info before I get into it. Cyrus's contract was three years to begin with. We reworked the contract going into 2017, which included an extra year. So at this point, you're signed through 2018. And by the way, just to be clear, we made it clear that we don't ha- like um, we made it clear that we don't have to do the new contract. Like we would ro- we would honor the original contract if you'd rather. But the new one was basically just to adjust for the music landscape of singles and streaming rather than albums and iTunes. So. Also, there was no gun to anybody's head. He voluntarily signed up for an extra year of working with us toward the end of 2016. So things must have been going fine then. So at this point, he's talking about in 2017, he's been with us for two and some change years, and he basically has a year and a half left with us. So that's the background of the situation, Mm -hmm. okay? So addressing what he said. What is all this talk about making a living and having to do way more than your peers to see the same money? One, you knew you weren't going to make a living on music under the three-year contract that you signed. Two, your peers who you'd have to do so much more than to see the same money didn't sign those contracts. That's how this shit works. You tried to do what they did for five or six years and you couldn't. You needed help, which is fine. You got us. What do we get out of helping you? Money. That's money that those peers you're talking about aren't giving up. Mm -hmm. You can't have your cake and eat it too. The money is there in the first place because of the platform we gave you and the contract you signed. I'll give you an example. Here's a common thing for indie rappers these days. Someone with a popular playlist will post your song, but they want a big percentage of the profit. You decide, hmm, is it worth it for me? Exposure is everything as an up-and-coming artist, as you guys know and can relate to. How many times did we talk about exposure over money, exposure over money, exposure Mm -hmm. over money? So you decide, yeah, that's worth it. The song blows up. It makes a bunch of money. The proper reaction, and what I would assume would be most people's reaction, would be, that's dope. Look what that playlist did for my song. That song got a lot more plays than I was ever able to get on my own. So many people I never would have had access to listen to this song. I'm excited to get back to work. Moti, what was Cyrus's reaction? Uh, Play the clip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll tell you what his reaction was. It's what I signed at the time. It's what I thought was fair. And it just kind of turned out to maybe not be healthy or a comfortable place to be. It kind of killed my drive. It killed my admiration for music. It killed my fulfillment. Uh, It increased my anxiety. I kind of spiraled down to probably peak. The worst depression has been in a long time. So basically he's saying, wow, look at all that money that this, if you use the example I gave, look at all the money this song made. 
all they did is post it to a playlist and they get to see this big percentage. Like, that's it. No appreciation for anything else it's doing. Right. And that's just a playlist example. That's not even to mention all the services we were doing for them at the time. Much, much more than just posting to a playlist. We have a platform and provide services. That's why our arrangement was and is the way it is. It's very clear. It's very simple. And if you don't like it, don't sign it. But it's beneficial to an artist like he was, and that's why he signed it, and he knows that. Mm-hmm. Play the next clip, Moti. So 2017 was not a good year for me. I was dealing with some things from my past. I'm going to get back, start it over when I tell you to go back to it, but I just want to reiterate that. 2017 was not a good year for me. Apparently Cyrus started doing music in like, what, 2009 or something, he says? Yeah. 2017 was not a good year for me. 2017 was the year. by far the <laughs> best year he'd ever had in music. And he was only two years into his contract with us. Right. So and start it over again and let's play it. Do you want to show that graph? Do you have, like, mm. play the whole clip and then we can do it. Okay. <clears throat> so 2017 was not a good year for me. I was dealing with some things from my past that kind of came back up. I felt stuck. So around that 10-week point, uh, because music for me has always been a stepping stone, and uh, it felt like I was nearing the end of uh, end of my music career. I felt like maybe it's time to move to something else. What? <laughs> Bro, it's all going amazingly. Yeah. It's all going according to plan. You wouldn't know it based off of his tune, but the time he's describing is the best period of his music career. You can look at the numbers. His trajectory was going way up. He was well on his way. And keep in mind, this is only two years into Cyrus signing with us. Two years for somebody that put in five or six on their own and right. couldn't gain any traction. And this is his reaction to it. You, you said you had like a graph of his. I showed it right here. So, so this is, the, you can explain it. So all these peaks that you see here are in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> this is his Spotify. What streams? This is his Spotify streams. Yeah. So really it was his best year ever. Music. Well, yeah, I mean... So that big spike you see there in the middle, that's the time he's describing in that clip you just heard. Right. This is before he started with the spectators. This is everything after that. So I'll continue... <laughs> so I'll continue to address the fact that all Cyrus could think about is money. And not just not just money, short-term money. Right. All the, this graph you, that you saw, all this shit that's happening is building something for him that will pay off. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, in the meantime, Mo and I are are making money off you. That's mm-hmm. the arrangement. Otherwise, what the hell are we in it for? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's like a delayed gratification for one, but, I mean, it's just like anything else. You make money over time, just like any profession, you know? Mm-hmm. And whether you have to work two jobs at the start or which you do, like we were, like you said, it's even more so in creative top. professions. Oh, for yeah. sure. But like even a regular ass job, yeah, like yeah. I started working at the front desk at the business I work at now. And that was when we were making music and shit. Like mm-hmm. we all yeah. had jobs. Oh yeah. I worked at a party store. You guys had jobs. Like you said, you were going to school and stuff. And I was, everything a, I was a meteorologist. Right. <laughs> 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 so, I mean, that's the thing is like, 
yeah, was it that sucked like having the have a million different things going on. It also sucked having one hundred dollars a week. I literally made one hundred dollars a week at the job I was at while I started making music. Like I remember yeah. I got one check every yeah. week and it was for one hundred dollars. Yeah. And you had, if and, I worked like that. And amount that's of the hours. money you had to put into your music to buy equipment, right. to do all this right. shit, exactly. like to buy any beats if you had to. Like yeah. that that's just how it goes, bro. And that's the thing. You, you're equating that with any other job, like most said, creative jobs or, or any job that you want to start your own business. Watch Shark Tank or something anytime. Right, exactly. Uh, these people are talking about how this is their hustle. Mm. Right. And, and this period of time he's talking about is two years yeah. into signing with us. Well, and people- Going from are, nothing to that. People on Shark Tank are talking about way more risk reward factors on that type of stuff, like oh, taking yeah. out loans on their homes and things oh, like yeah. that. Like- mm -hmm. We're talking about peanuts here. Right. Yeah. So I think that's important to think about for anybody. anybody but yeah, yeah like fair. if you got to, if you're going to do this and that was truly like, we started gaining traction in the area. Yep. And it was, that was like the fun shit. Like we were getting shows at like our whole grind at first was to like get a show in East Lansing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And I what do we have to like do we to, were, to do that shit? Walk to every Print off a list of every frat and sorority <laughs> yeah. on campus. Yeah, and Michigan up. State has a fucking huge campus. And then walk, walk in the to each <laughs> one of those with a pr electronic press kit and like promote ourselves and, and ask if and we can do a free show. I actually think these motherfuckers would yeah. watch that shit or read that yeah. shit. Yeah, we or, knew they would. These college kids, they're asking to do a free like, show. Don't give a yeah. fuck, bro. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to do. The exposure I mean, is priceless. Money is like not the way to think about the beginning stages of a no. career or your musical career, especially like yeah. you got to do a whole lot of other things. And, right. I'll, and I'll get into it more later, more specifically, but what you guys are saying about money and all that shit, it's like he was on that page until money started coming in. Right. Then he started looking at everybody else's pockets mm -hmm. and didn't focus on his shit, but I'll I get into more of that shit later. So I'll play the next one, mom. I didn't listen to a beat. I didn't write a lyric. I did nothing for probably May through August of 2017 when I hit that wall and realized that I felt like all the work I was putting in was for nothing. So because Cyrus likes to blame other people and make excuses, he acts like his singles every week stopped because there was no money incentive. He literally told me the other day in a text that it's no coincidence the single stopped when I got my first check. Well, his last single of those uh, singles a week was May 1st, and his first check was August. So you do the math. But just an example of making up excuses and an example of something he could publicly say, and you guys would have every reason to believe him unless I tell you otherwise. But regardless of that, it just continues to show that Cyrus hit this point where money, specifically short-term money, was the only important thing to him. The only motivating factor, all he could see. He was building a great catalog, a great fan base, honing his craft. This was by a million times the best point of his music career, other than one thing. Not even money in his pocket, because even though it wasn't much, it was more than he had ever made through music. But money in everybody else's pockets. The spectators, other artists on his level at that time, no appreciation for why he got to that level, and just two years in. He couldn't get a fraction of that in six years. And that's why a contract is signed, because people forget what propelled them to that point. Mm -hmm. Next clip. 
And that's not a healthy place to be. No one wants to feel that way. Um, so I was I spent some time trying to rediscover myself, and I put together an album that I ended up shelving called The Bathhouse. I wrote some awesome stuff, but it was really difficult for me to sit down and record because I just felt like it was all for nothing, like I'm, I'm not going to see residuals or... Um, anything monetary out of this that's going to make it worth my while and I wasn't even enjoying making music at that point anymore so it was like why even bother I mean as a as a fan that would bother me so much to hear like does he ever sit and think why he signed a deal in the first place twice at, at this point at this point twice including less than a year prior right. it wasn't for money it was for exposure and the shit tons of services we offered. Because at the end of the three-year contract, you, Cyrus, as an artist, are a million times more valuable and profitable than when you came to the spectators. And you get to do with that whatever you want. Whether it be renegotiating a deal with us when you're done, or which we're open to, or going out and doing your own thing, which you're doing now. Both are great. If you hadn't generated real money and then right when the contract was about to be up, you blew up and left, what in the hell would Mo and I get out of offering our platform to you and all our time and effort? That's why it's three years. That's what we figured it would take for us. And still, there's no guarantee we turn a profit with any artist or, or a, guarantee, a guarantee of how long it'll take. It seems, it seems to me that Cyrus was, was just busy counting everybody else's money incorrectly, mind you. I know he's got some skewed opinion of what what us and everybody else make, even though we hammer home that this is not some fucking super lucrative, you know, major label, yeah. I'm a rich artist, whatever. And he's not focusing on his own blessings and what had happened for him in music in just two years. Right. Well, also, if you were to really break down what you would pay for, and I know he, like, records his own shit, and mixes his own shit and stuff and he knows how to do that but if you record like videos and whatever the fuck equipment that you are using and all this other shit that probably you know yeah like that shit costs money it's not mm -hmm. like you're fucking well and keep in getting mind that shit for free too i mixed his first two projects and five of those singles that came out right well yeah, yeah. i'm saying that's what i'm so saying he's, he's not even really doing his own mixing right at, at as this, far as the period as of time far as, as that, far as the period of time talking that, about. He's, yeah. that he's talking right. about so just thinking back on that like if we really want to talk money if that's the sole purpose like we were spending money on i'm not trying to just talk about us but that's what we have that experience with like we were spending money on studio time because we would record at home, but then we also record other places to just try and find a better sound and shit. Mm -hmm. And we would pay for videos and we would have people, you know, do yeah. these things to help out because maybe either we didn't have the experience at the time or, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, of course, you try and get everything for like as good of price as you can right. get it, but sometimes yeah. you have to put money back yeah. into your yeah. own. Yeah, Cyrus was able to do time. certain things on his own. And other things like buying beats and, and things like that, we did for him. We we loaned him money for a new computer when his shit took a when his computer took a shit. Yep. If he didn't have us, he would have been shit out of luck. Yep. Like, yeah, this isn't I, I we understand this isn't like some you signed to the spectators collective out of Lansing, Michigan, where the biggest artist gets a hundred and eighty thousand, you know, monthly listeners on Spotify. Like mm -hmm. it's not it's not some massive thing like this isn't, but it can help you. 
And it and it's like at this point he's talking about it's been very helpful. It's Mm -hmm. actually been pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Right. Nice clip. I'm 26 years old. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now and taking it seriously for probably eight. I mean, ask yourself if you have a nine to five, how many nine to fives you're going to stick around with for 10 years before you're like, I guess I can't really go much higher. This is about as high as it goes with this company, you know. And that's kind of what happened with the spectators. It's all love, and I appreciate the fact that they did let me um, take things to the next level, and they afforded me the opportunity to develop a real fan base. See, this is the shit we deal with. He says something completely disingenuous on our name and then says, but it's all love, whatever. He does this because he knows his fan base is built on the spectators' fan base. And so what can we say? He said it's all love, right? (laughs) No. How can you say so many ridiculously disgenuous statements in 15 seconds. <laughs> and that's, be, that's become my word disingenuous, even though yeah. I just, I just said it wrong. He, he is contradicting himself without actually knowing it. The, like, like he, every time I talk to you, I feel like I say disingenuous like a hundred times right? because it's just so ap- applicable now. Okay. Now that I got that out of the way, play it one more time so we can get a, we can get a refresher on, <laughs> on where I'm going to go with this. That last clip? Yeah. I'm 26 years old. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now and taking it seriously for probably eight. I mean, ask yourself if you have a nine to five, how many nine to fives you're going to stick around with for 10 years before you're like, I guess I can't really go much higher. This is about as high as it goes with this company, you know? And that's kind of what happened with the spectators. It's all love. That's not what happened with the spectators. Where do you get off painting this picture of this 10 year process at all? You tried to do shit on your own for six years. You got nowhere. You signed with us and look at the next two years. Look who Cyrus is today as an artist. Look what we did together. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> if that doesn't show you that we fast tracked the process for you, I don't know what does. You couldn't do in six years what we did with you in one or two. Look at the four years you, you were with us total. Within four years, you're a full-fledged artist with a fan base and an ability to do everything you're doing now. That's a credit to you and a credit to us. You own your masters and Mo and I made some money. And that fourth year, Cyrus came to us with a new contract proposal for the fourth year. Even though we had him under contract for that year anyway, he proposed a new contract and we accepted it. We want our artists happy and we're willing to work with them as long as it makes sense for us too. This is still a business. Everybody signed. He said that contract was going to give him all the incentive he needed to work because he hadn't been really doing anything content-wise for for half a year at that point, going into 2018. Mm -hmm. And side note, we understand. I'm an artist. Sometimes the juice isn't flowing. Like I have years I look back on that I'm like, damn, you were bullshitting, dude. If you would have actually done some more shit, Mm -hmm. you would have been better off. But that's the life of an artist sometimes. Like I wish Cyrus would have done... A ton more at that point. It, it is what it is. I don't like his reasons for it that he's giving. If it would have just been creative reasons, fine. His whole, I didn't have any incentive is a different world. But it's like, yeah, the more Cyrus does, the more money we make. And the bigger he gets and better he sets himself up for the future. But we can't force creativity. So it is what it is. We encouraged him. That's all we could do. So then when he came to us with a new contract and, and said, under this deal, I'll put out shit tons of stuff in 2018. And that's what he said, didn't he, Moti? Yeah. He was all about he was going to put out a bunch of shit in 2018 under this new contract, yeah. right, that he proposed to us. Right. 
So we said, let's go for it. Now play the next clip. And that's not a healthy place to be. No one wants to feel that way. Um, so I was, I spent some time trying to rediscover myself, and I put together an album that I ended up shelving called The Bathhouse. I wrote some awesome stuff, but it was really difficult for me to sit down and record because I just felt like it was all for nothing. Like I'm, I'm not going to see residuals or um, anything monetary out of this that's going to make it worth my while. And I wasn't even enjoying making music at that point anymore. So it was like, why even bother? He's literally talking about 2018, which he came to us at the beginning and said, here's a new contract I want. And we said, okay. But now again, he's blaming it on something else. Right. He just continues to blame everything on not making money. This makes it seem like we're screwing him over. Mm. When in reality, this, what's going on, right, is the whole point of the deal in the first place. And he knows it. Even though it's not much, the money Cyrus has made under the spectators is still the most money he ever made on music to that point. Again, that's why we sign artists from the bottom. Artists that are already making the climb can't gain as much from us. When we started the label, we were actually excited to be able to hand artists their first real check, even though it's not a ton, for making music. Mm -hmm. Instead, we get shit on. At some point, Cyrus took us saying, our goal is for you to eventually make a living on music and turned that into... It's the spectator's responsibility to ensure that I make a living on music. And as soon as my catalog generates that type of money, that's when I need it. Forget what we agreed to. Forget how much this is currently doing for me as an artist. Forget that it was obvious that I signed an agreement three different times, knowing what I was giving up in exchange for what I was gaining. Forget all that. There's money now, and I want it, and I need it. Right. So needless to say... There's a lot more I could talk about. All of that is, is based off of less than five minutes in a video he posted. I just have to, to show and say all that so, so you guys know this is going on. I'm not just making it up or reading into things. And what you guys think you're hearing, you're hearing. Because I've talked to some of you guys, and because he will say things like blah, 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 shit on the spectators, shit on the spectators. But shout out to spectators. <laughs> I understand it's confusing. It's confusing for me too. It's bullshit, though. It's right in front of your faces. He literally said to me a few days ago in a text conversation, until I say, fuck the spectators, that's not my intention. Bro, you don't have to say, fuck the spectators in order for you to be fucking the spectators. Not to mention, he tells me things like that over text, but then in the meantime... People here locally make me aware of some diss song or some song where he's sneak dissing me or the spectators or something. Multiple people, local artists, people like that. You don't think that's fucking over the spectators? Even if he never put it out, which I doubt, that's sullying our name to some of the people that we want to respect it the most. Local artists in our area. Am I supposed to think it's all love? Everything shows me that it's not. That's the fake shit that I hate. You can say anything on social media and it's gospel until somebody refutes it. You guys know I hate the drama. I really do. You guys that have followed me for 10 years, Q and Dags and Mo, who have been my friends and my brother for a long ass time, you guys all know that. Yeah. I rarely, if ever, get into any of that shit, but at a certain point, it's affecting my business and my reputation, and I can't expect these guys to tell the truth, privately or publicly, so I have to. And it sucks putting our business out there. I never want to do that. I'm sure more lies will be told now. And I'll do my best to just take the high road, which I normally do, which I normally think is the best way to go. Because I don't want to keep, I don't want to keep doing this. And I specifically, I especially don't want to keep giving this 
unappreciative, entitled person, my time and energy. But just know, based off what you guys know now, lies will be told, I'm sure. <laughs> so just be aware. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'll let you pipe in here, but I'm only halfway done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty, pretty uh, self-explanatory. I mean, there's no, um, yeah, uh, you know, like if you can't understand most of this shit, then you're not really trying to understand it. I'm glad to hear that, bro. I thought it was pretty simple myself. I feel like I'm, and I'll say it. I'll continue to say it. I feel like a lot of this is contract 101, agreement 101. And not only that, like, A, I don't like the fact that I have to justify my contract because mm -hmm. we all signed it multiple times. Mm -hmm. One right. of them he even brought to us. I feel like I feel like it needs to be like, um, you know, contract just in general with so, this media age and things like that has kind of gotten like a, a negative connotation to it like signing a contract mm -hmm. it makes it especially in the music industry it makes it seem like it's contracts just overall are meant to just fuck over artists mm -hmm. like re without actually like diving into what it actually says yeah. it's an agreement mm -hmm. so let's not get all caught up in you know what a contract is and thing it's an agreement it's not an evil thing <laughs> well yeah, that's true i went to a music school i don't know who i was telling this to somebody the other day not you guys um cool. when i was younger and like one of the first things you learn is if you're signing a contract fucking read it <laughs> like right. for real that's the first thing you learn and the second thing you learn is if you do not understand the contract take it to a music lawyer don't take it to a fucking criminal lawyer mm -hmm. don't take it to this lawyer take it to a person that specializes in the entertainment industry right because and like we said this is a one page thing it's not hard to understand clearly and it was written by you guys but i'm just saying like that's one of the first no, things I, you learn i like, know and that's a good point understand it and and actually think and critically think about it for yourself for too. yourself for you, sure like where am i and you know cyrus is famous for not making goals or plans so don't even he's get, don't even he, get me he's started. He's, but the thing is, when you don't do that, you can't think critically about a contract you're about to enter in, in to, into three years. Mm -hmm. So, so when you don't make the, when you're, when you can't sit down and say, where am I going to be in three years? Mm -hmm. When you literally can't do that, when you refuse to do that, then you're always going to be unhappy with something that you agree to in the future. Mm -hmm. Right. That's literally just what well, it is. And that's the thing is when he signed, he knew it was good for him at that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why he signed it. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, he, and I, I, dude, trust me. I have examples of this shit. Like, and I hope, I hope I'm remaining calm. Uh, that's been my focus because yeah. if I come across like annoyed, like, or upset or angry, honestly, it's cause I am, but yeah. I'm passionate about this shit. Like yeah. this is my business. This is Mo and I's business that we've spent our whole adult life building. And mm -hmm. for some, and for someone that benefited from it to be shitting on it, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's upsetting, but I'm, I'm trying to remain calm and give facts and not get into all the shit it makes me feel and all this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want the fans who are the reason that all this shit happens. Yeah. Like, when I say we have a platform, that's you guys. Mm -hmm. Right. And I understand that. Hell yeah. Like, Hell if you guys yeah. stop listening, it all goes away. We're sitting right. here for sh nothing. Right. 
So you guys ready to get into the second half? <laughs> there's more ju- there's more juicy uh more juicy shit in regards to the spectators that you guys don't know. You guys Word. know, but the listeners don't. <laughs> shit, I'm learning some new shit already. <laughs> <laughs> so big surprise now. Marcus is leaving the label. You all know how close Cyrus and Marcus are. You might say, isn't Marcus right in the middle of his contract? <laughs> yes. So how is he leaving? Good question. <laughs> but we're nice dudes. We don't want anybody here that doesn't want to be. Marcus wasn't making us any money back on our investment, but we were going to stick it out and see if we could change that. See if we could get him to a better place as an artist. He's the one that wants out. Marcus was telling everybody else except us that he was going to leave the label in a week. Word got back to Mo. Mo had to call him to confront him about this. Mo talked to him on the phone, and all he could really give us is that he's unhappy. Marcus just started making music when he signed with us, like not long before he signed with us. And a year and a half into his contract, he's unhappy, thinks it's unfair. (laughs) That's a slap in the face to us who have lost money on him, which is the only thing we get out of these agreements. We don't get the exposure. We put time and money and effort into these artists. Mm -hmm. So we haven't made anything on him. Okay, it is what it is. We agreed to the contract, right? Mm -hmm. But also, it's a slap in the face. You guys can relate. You were. It's a slap in the face to local artists out here grinding their ass off for years with no platform for not shit pay. Like, we've all been there. And so to be just starting music a year and a half, get the opportunity to sign with us and have this platform, and come to us a year and a half in and say... I'm unhappy. This isn't fair. I mean, to me, and I'm sorry, that's entitled as fuck. That's just, uh, like, not long enough. Like, that's not long enough for anything to see, like, where you're going, in my opinion. Like, a year and a half. And not to mention, like I told Mo today, if Marcus comes to us straight up and is like, hey, guys, This is the situation. And he levels with us. And he says, I'm not happy and all this shit. I'd give him all the reasons why, like I'm saying today, that that's ridiculous. This is too early to tell and blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, with our agreement, we're not making anything off him. If he really wants out, I'd let him out. Like, if he comes to me as a man and fucking explains it, right? Mm -hmm. But Mo had to go to him. He's talking behind our backs. And then he still can't even give Mo anything. Mm -hmm. And, and, And then there's this shit, like, he cites certain things like I'm starting to produce now. So I don't think the contract's fair anymore. Cause you guys won't have to buy me beats and stuff like that. And Cyrus did this too, when he started mixing and you referenced that Dags, and, and now he's producing very recently. That's all great. That's going to make you a better artist and a hotter commodity, but that's why contracts are signed. Yeah. When a basketball player with no jump shot signs a minimum contract for three years, does he go to the GM after a year and say, hey, I'm going to start working on a jump shot now, so let's bump that salary up. No. Does he go to the GM after a year and a half and say, hey, my jump shot is nice now. Let's change that contract. No. You signed the contract that you wanted. Not until the contract's up. Exactly. That was was beneficial to you at the time you signed it. Then you proceeded to improve and make yourself more valuable. When that contract's up, you either sign a better contract with that team, or if they're not willing to pay what you think you're worth, you sign elsewhere. The market determines your worth. That's exactly what it is with us. Contracts 101. And the whack shit is, 
Cyrus in four years signed three different times, once in 2015, once in 2016, and once at the end of 17, going into 18. We didn't have to do that. We could have locked him into the original contract, but we were flexible. Each time a new contract was agreed to, we always, always made it clear we'd honor the original too, so he could choose. If he'd rather, we're reasonable, but this is what we get for it. Mm-hmm. So, to fi- so to finish off this spiel, let me give you some examples. I'm talking about an NBA player. Let's, let's take one. Steph Curry was NBA MVP in 2015. The Warriors won the NBA Finals. He wasn't in the top 50 salaries in the league. Did he go to the GM and say, this isn't fair? I didn't know I was going to be good, good. I'm too good now. <laughs> no. Did he stop working on his game because he couldn't find the incentive? No. When he saw other players getting big deals and he was still under contract, did he talk about what everybody else was getting and doing and how he deserves so much more? No. When he signed his deal, he was good. He was injury prone. The Warriors took a risk on him. We took a risk on Marcus and Cyrus. Steph honored and appreciated the investment, even though it was paying off more than the Warriors ever imagined. Side note, ours is not. Ours is going as expected for the most part. Mm-hmm. Steph went out and was MVP again, and the Warriors went to the finals again, and he was even lower on the player salary rankings. And when his contract was done, he was a super valuable commodity because he had been continuing to work and get better and build a name, and he cashed in, period. Yeah. Simple. We don't have some insane machine of a platform over here. We make it no secret that we're middle-class artists. We have a podcast titled Middle-Class Artists. Rapping is my job just like accountant is somebody else's job. We're proud that we're small business owners, that we built this ourselves. Though we don't have everything, we feel that we have a lot to offer these guys. They came to us with no fan base at all and generated no money on music. There's no guarantee of anything there. Cyrus is the first artist we did this with. Mo and I could have lost money on that deal. Just like Marcus. We're in the negative on Marcus. That's the risk we took. Did we go to Marcus and say, ah, this isn't working, bro. See ya. No, we wanted to continue the relationship, continue offering the platform to try to make something of it. That, that, that wasn't that much time a year and a half. We have no guarantee of anything in this relationship. Mo and I are barely making livings ourselves. How could we ever guarantee somebody else that? So I got two more examples, and then we'll, and then we'll throw it to the floor. I signed a car lease. There's a limit on the amount of miles you can put on the car per year. But you know... I don't really travel long distances with my car. I work out of my house. It's perfect for me, right? I sign the lease. It's a good deal. Whatever. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I meet a girl who lives in Grand Rapids an hour away. I buy office space and start driving to and from work every day. I'm putting way more miles on my car than I previously thought. My circumstances changed. Was my contract unfair? Should I look at the dealership and go, That's such bullshit, you guys screwed me? (laughs) No. I take personal responsibility. I make decisions. That's why contracts are signed, because situations change. I'm sorry if this continues to feel like contract 101, but this is the shit we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Last example. I gave one for me, I'll give one for Mo. (laughs) (laughs) A couple years ago, Mo T got married. He has a kid on the way now. Know what Moti did when he wanted to make more money? Went and got another job. Yep. 
He didn't go to iTunes and say, guys, I know there's an agreed upon rate here, but I'm not making a living. So we got to change that. <laughs> or blame Spotify for the percentage they take. Or tell the fans, hey, guys, I know you support me by streaming and, and buying stuff, but I need more because I'm not making a living. No, you sack up and you handle your shit. If you didn't like the deal you had, if you didn't see the benefit for you, you wouldn't have signed. Much less signed three different times in four <laughs> years. It's easy to reap the benefits and then turn around and say you didn't like it. Hell yeah, that's what everyone does. Yeah. That's why they make the contracts in life. Exactly. And that's what I have to say. Clear, cut, and Concise. fucking dry. <laughs> I mean, shit. Here's here's the thing. In in whole or whatever the right term is. <laughs> in whole um, <laughs> um you sign the contract, you get exposure, they get exposure, you guys get money. They still get a little bit of the money, not what they'd hoped. So whatever the contract is, two years, three years, you get in it, you reevaluate your career at that point. This is the same with every job, by the way. Mm -hmm. Right. You are at a business. You see how you're doing. You see how you like it. How do you like the people that you work with? Are you enjoying it? Is everything good? Yeah. Okay. You continue to work there. In this case, maybe you don't continue to work here because you believe that you've gotten all that you can get out of this contract. And then you go on your way. Right. That's kind of the point, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you guys hope to do for right. artists, correct? Yeah. So. <clears throat> and that's what, clear to right, artists. Yeah, right, that's right. clear. And what would be very, very smart to do is take the fan base that you've made through this label, mm -hmm. correct? Yes. Go on your way. Continue to work with the spectators. Continue to get retweets from the spectators. But you reap the benefits at this point because you're on your own. Yes. That would be smart, right? Mm -hmm. Because then you're making still almost, you almost still have the exact same deal with the spectators, except now you're on your own doing your own thing because you've created this for yourself through the spectators, which that's not to say you didn't do the work. You didn't, mm -hmm. you just get, you do as much as you can for the two years or three years, right. however long you're in this contract. And then you move on and then you get everything to yourself, but you should still be like, and using your fucking resources. This is, I work in sales. I was at a sales training it, and it's constantly like, Oh, you haven't, this company hasn't renewed with you in two years. Um, you, cause you previously had a deal, you email them or you call them and you just say, I know you're working with another company now. How's that going? How's everything working out? Mm -hmm. And maybe they're not working with that company anymore. And they just kind of like, it just slipped through the cracks and now they're ready to have another relationship with another that's the point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and the point, and that's you're, everything. And the right. point you're making just makes so much sense. And that's what we hoped it would be, dude. Like I, I at least hope that even though Cyrus doesn't see it for some reason, I hope that other people can see, and especially other local artists and stuff that knew Cyrus before he signed to us, can see what being with the spectators did for him. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that chart that we showed showed it all, honestly. And yeah, it's, it's just like well, it's, it's so easy to forget mm -hmm. and it's what, like what that, you signed to begin with for. And it's like Dag said though. And it's happening right before your eyes, and you're you got so blinded mm 
mm-hmm. by what other people are making that you totally forgot. Well, yeah. it's it's like I it's like Dag said too. Yeah, I'm sitting here having to defend my business. Right. So that's why I'm saying the things I'm saying. When we say this platform, when we talk about this platform, of course it's never solely us. Right. Of course not. Right. Like Cyrus did a great job under us, exactly. especially for the first two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to have an artist. Right. And and, and and this is what on a personal level like sucks about it is kind of what Dags was referencing. It should have been this way and it sucks that it's not that Cyrus isn't just an ambassador for what the spectators can do now mm-hmm. yeah. and everything he's doing now. We could like I would love to look at the shit he's doing now and be like, look at what we can help do. Mm-hmm. Right. But he doesn't look at it in that light. And that's that's the thing is like. When you set the tone, like he had that tweet the other day about I made more revenue this week than my whole career combined or whatever, right? Yep. I would love to look at that sentiment and be like, look at our artist. Yeah, he's already thriving. Right. Mm-hmm. After his time with us, right? Right. But we've played you the video clips. That's right. the first thing he did as an artist is and, post that video. To, to so be once, clear. So once you put it in that light. Yeah. It's in that light. Right. Yeah. And to be clear, we don't need a pat on the back or anything like that. That's not what we're asking for. Mm-hmm. It's literally to just not shit on us. Right. Subtly. Burning bridges. is Just because you don't say our name doesn't mean that you're not doing it. And he it. did say our name in the video. Yeah, he right. did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened with the spectators. It was just a blatant lie. And the fans <laughs> are going to know because, like yes. you said, they, they're from the label. So I've they, talked they to they lots of what... confused fans. Why is he saying that shit and then randomly... But shout out to spectators. Doesn't make right. any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it does if you think about it. No, yeah. Well, yeah, because he knows his fan base <laughs> is built off the spectators. He's not a dumb dude. No, not at all. I mean, you could look at it this way, dude. Like 2009 <laughs> to 2015, Cyrus, no money, no fan base, but doing music right. on his own. Right. No money, no fan base. Mm-hmm. Right. 2015 to 17. No money, big fan base. Okay. Then 17 and 18, a little money, big fan base. Mm-hmm. Then boom, you take that, you go like 2018 and beyond, living type money, big fan base. It's a three to four year process. Doesn't happen overnight. It's not a guarantee, but it did happen for him. Right. And that's awesome. Right. And he still says it's unfair. Yeah. That's the, I don't know. It's just how some people are. It's pretty whack. Yeah, to each his own. Um, God, is it a, is it the JID album? I can't remember. There's a skit where it's talking about two dudes at a dinner table, and it's like one dude is starved himself watching another dude eat. Like he has the same shit in front of him. He has the same like knife, fork, everything in front of him. Mm-hmm. But he's worried about what the other dude is eating, and mm-hmm. so he. Like goes hungry. Type that's shit. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and that's like an analogy for just life. Mm-hmm. It's like pocket watching. Like, man, I'm infamous for saying like it's none of my business. <laughs> for real, if it has nothing to do with me, I don't care. I don't give a shit because too that's many the people. Thing. It technically does have to do with him, but yeah, he agreed. To this it. is different. This <laughs> yeah. is completely right. different. Yeah, yeah. No, this is all him. Yeah, because it's his contract. It, it's literally when you sign a contract. You have to consider your life. You like it's it's a reason people say like even when you say like 
oh, they signed me to a 360 deal. It's like, did you read it? Yeah, and and this is the shit I hate about it too. They signed me to. I, I signed, signed yes. Yeah, and this is the shit I hate about it is I totally agree with what you're saying, and that's the the basic argument to be had. But also, I hate even having to justify something that to me so obviously benefited him. Mm-hmm. This isn't some shitty deal that some rapper got in that someone's taking advantage of him, whatever, and just says, oh, you signed it. Because I would still say, yeah, you signed it. Yeah. But this isn't that. This right. is a one-page, double-space, bullet point, super straightforward. You agree to this. We agree to this. Boom, sign at the bottom. And not only, like I said, Mo and I stressed the fact that this is not a money play mm-hmm. short term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stressed it because we didn't want those problems. Right. Of, you know, I thought I was going to be rich and famous. Like, yeah. I'm not rich and famous. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a spiel for all of these artists that signed every single time. And all three or how many artists have we signed so far? Four that I've had to draw up contracts for. Every single time I say, you need a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not your job. You need a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to be clear, like just so that they know what they're signing. Right. And I do not want an artist in here that does not know what they signed. That is not good business for me. Why would I do that? Mm-hmm. And I don't even just want to deal with the conversations that go along with that because that's annoying. Yeah. And I mean, Mo and I have learned over the process for sure. Like we, I mean, I think we got to do a better job of getting to know the people we're signing. Right. Knowing their attitudes on things because yeah, everybody says everybody's all about it when it starts and we think we're offering these artists this great, this great thing. We know we are, but they're equally as excited about it. Right. And then as soon as, and that's what's frustrating. Like you look at Marcus and Cyrus. Okay, Cyrus, as soon as money, real money starts coming in, now it's an issue. Look at Marcus, a year and a half in, and oh, no money's coming in. That's an issue too. Right. How much, how long is his contract? Three, like Three. everybody else. And the thing, that's the thing about Marcus is he wasn't even working on music on his own for like some long period of time before. Mm-hmm. He just got this opportunity that a lot of artists that have been working would love to have. Yeah. If I was a local artist around here, I would be like, what are you doing, dude? Cause that actually like shits on what I'm doing. If I'm, if I'm that. Dude. And Marcus is so dope. He just takes the, he takes the fan base for granted. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. much what it is when you, when you want to get out of that, like that. Yeah. Like I, I did this. I put so much work in the spectators are just here to take my money. <laughs> Man. It's hard. It's, it's hard not to just like, like you were saying earlier about, like making it all about myself or whatever. It's hard not to go back and like remember all the shit we had to do for right. it. Oh nothing my God. before we yeah. went into it knowing we were gonna get nothing. Yeah. On the other hand. Like and then I that twelve dollar fifty cent check that we split that we had to split, we split. between the four of us. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish we would have kept that, man. I wish we would have fucking kept it. Dude, I wish we I would have like, framed that shit. Yeah. yeah. We were like, man, get this shit. We brought everyone. Yeah. Over a hundred people. Yeah. yeah. Weren't even the headliners. We did no. that. Every fucking way every too. time, yeah. And there were there were tons shit. of shows that we forget about that we made no money on, and brought out all of the crowd. But that's that the thing too is we shit. knew we because of these experiences like that and all this other shit. Like we knew that we weren't gonna probably make any fucking money, right? Right. But we were doing it, and of course we hoped that. We would get a bunch of money and we would get yeah. famous and shit, whatever. Yeah. Everyone does. That's the, the, it's the goal. Like, that's right. the goal. But yeah. it's not that's the reality. Not, that's, and 
not only is it not the reality, but like you just have to 50 50 this shit and balance everything with, mm-hmm. okay, is this beneficial in one way other than money? Right. Because a lot of shit doesn't fucking yeah. matter and, if it's not beneficial from, from and money. That's what's so frustrating. And it's the last time I'll say it because I know I'm harping on it. But to hear him talk about that period of time in 2017 about how it was so, such dark times. If you were, if it was some personal shit, fine. Like, I can't mm-hmm. speak to what's going on in your mm-hmm. personal life. Yeah. But he's relating it to his deal with the spectators, mm-hmm. to right. what was going on with his music and his deal. Right. And to know what's actually going on with his music and how he's exploding and things are going well and he's on his way to possibly becoming a bigger artist than me. Right. Mm-hmm. But yet you're in this dark time because you're not seeing the money that you knew you weren't going to see at that right. time. Right. This was it's like I said with 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 like the Steph Curry thing and the basketball player thing. Oh well I'm too good now. I didn't know right. I was gonna be good good. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna stop working. Yeah. And that's and gonna it, be the answer. And if you notice in that graph we showed, that's what happened. Like mm-hmm. he was up, 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 and then he stopped working. Mm-hmm. And then if you saw the last half of that graph, it went down, 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 down. Right. Yeah. And that and like I said, if it was a crea- if it's a creative thing, that's fine. Mm-hmm. When I've gone through those periods. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I can it, definitely speak to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's Hell like, yeah. but if it's like, oh, we've all been artists here. Yeah. Like, yeah, Yo, we it, know how it goes. Yeah, it's just another word for artist is person. You're just <laughs> another person. There are so right. many artists in the world. It's just how it is. And I was uh, talking to Rose the other day about like, like um, mother examples. How new mothers, and no disrespect, no disrespect, but. Younger, newer mothers, I notice mostly like our friends, when they become mothers, they think they are the only people that have to do shit like watch your kids and go to work or, you know, like, and no disrespect because that shit's hard. Yeah, I'm sure. I wouldn't even pretend to know what a mother is. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, it's like, okay, you and a zillion other people that I know are doing the exact same shit, and right. they're not like right. bitching. Everybody's about it. going through shit. That's yeah. the bottom line. Like, well, and everybody, and, and like, that's why we brought up the personal examples at the last bit of your little thing. Is you know, we all have our things going on. You are not the only one. Yo, oh, bro, while we're dealing with all this shit, like we talked to you guys about the bullying, like, there's lots of personal shit you and I are dealing with. Yeah. Does it affect the actual thing that's going on? Like, as far as should it change it? No. Just because I'm going through something doesn't mean that. Right. The facts aren't the facts. Right. And yo, it's it is dope of you guys that you're letting Marcus out. Yeah. Because yeah. nowhere else will do that. <laughs> nowhere else <laughs> right. on the planet will let you just out and of if a contract you just leave, because you're getting your ass suit. Right. Yeah. Go ahead and leave. Well, and that's and that's the thing. I'm glad. I'm glad you. Yeah, said I'm glad you brought that I'm up. I'm glad you said that. Fuck you over. I'm glad you saved really more money than you did when you were here. I'm uh, fucking yeah. sad because we have two choices. Right. Yeah. You, you either sue right. somebody or you let us. You or you have like because I don't want you have to address. I don't want there to be no repercussions because. Then it's like, what does our contract even mean? What is our label? Yeah, because what does, it, what does that sign, tell other artists? If right. artists can just sign, get the exposure that our label offers, mm-hmm. get the services we offer, mm-hmm. and then be, and then whenever it's time for you to leave, you just leave when you want. Yeah. No. So we're not going to sue his ass. Right. Like, no. But normally we would not put business out there. Right. But I feel like that's the that's the last, that's that's the thing we can do. We can let people know what the real deal is. 
because who knows what uh, what they're gonna fucking say about shit. Mm-hmm. But that's what happened. And because Cyrus and Marcus are best friends, they are very. I'm sure they this have is similar ideas yeah. somehow. Yeah. And I'm not happy about it. Damn. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty clear. That I mean, in like in like to an extent, like some things you can understand. Because, like, yeah, you gotta, you do have your friends back and shit like that. However, this is, like, a business move. Right. And I just don't understand. The thing that I don't get is, yeah, living right now is really great. It's dope. Like, I fucking do it to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. after all my shit back in the day that we don't even need to get into, like, living every day to the fullest is a big thing to me. Yeah. However, you have... A year and a half left, and not just him. Like, I'm sure this isn't many people are in their shoes in different situations. You have a year and a half left. Fucking work. Get everything you can out of that year and a half, and then get the fuck out. Right. And do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. That's like regular people shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying it because, like, this is happens with people's jobs. Yeah. People have jobs, and this is the same situation. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, I know. This isn't the, right. this isn't some crazy thing. No, it's really no. it's really it simple. And like all the time, actually, I'm 30 now. You guys are 30, around 30. Everything we're like grown ups now, right? Straight up, yeah. And we have to do what we can do to provide, right? And whatever that may be, sure. You want it to be through music. Right. I fucking want it to be through music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to be a fucking professional athlete. Yeah. Not fucking happening. And until I find something that scratches that itch, I was going to say itches that scratch, <laughs> scratches that itch, and I can make a living off of it, you got to juggle shit and yeah. balance it out. And you're going to look, that's the same thing with New Year's resolutioners, which I'm always happy. Like, get your ass in the gym. I don't give a fuck why. If it's a New Year's resolution, mm-hmm. cool. Right. Great. Stick with it because next year at this time, you can be a year into this shit. Mm-hmm. You can have worked on this for a whole year. Right. And then you work on it for a whole two years. One fucking year is not very long. It's thinking long term, dude. And, and it's not even long term. It's like, pretty short yeah term. i know well to right. some Once people it is that's right. a short term yeah. Yeah. to get like, to the long term yeah. right. one year you have to or recalibrate right yeah one year or a year and a half isn't that long term you're right but Hell to some no. people it is well you've already done in this case you're, you're already halfway through yeah right yeah they call them shits contract years in sports all the time yeah. you want to know why and they ball out right. in the contract right. for your last year. Exactly. So you like, can get the biggest exactly. shit you can get when right. you're Before out of you that. Before you get right. out of that that's shit, it's well like, right. put. yo, yeah. this that's is the, the contract best. year where yeah. it's time to hoop. That's yeah. a right. great comparison. And, and I, I want to make it clear before we get off the topic, too. Like, of course, we were we spent four years with Cyrus. Like, of course, I'm sure he has issues with some of the things, like some of the ways we were and some of the things we we did. Whatever. Like, we have issues with some of the things, but... That's business. Like, you're mm-hmm. going to have things happen. Yeah, you hopefully yeah. talk them through. You come right. to agreements. You blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But we always did right by him. We always, you know, followed the contract, whatever. And and Cyrus did make it to the end of the contract. And even though we had issues with certain things and even with, you know, the period of time where he wasn't doing stuff because of blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the artist gets to do what they want. Yeah. 
Yeah, like for sure. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. And and we you saw we brought him up on the podcast, tried to have a good proper goodbye. Like yeah, we had little differences and stuff right. about things. But that's that happens. You and I have differences right. about things. Right. Anybody. So, yeah. Right. We, we tried to make it a good yeah, like dude. graduation. Goodbye. Blah, blah, blah. And then the first thing he did was shit on us. Mm -hmm. So that's why it is what it is. I hope. And I want right. that to be clear. We aren't making it this. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. You, yeah. But you have to address it at this point. Right. We have to address it. Yeah. It's very, very understandable in my opinion. Shit. And uh, what I was just going to say is like, even if you have disagreements, that like you said, that's business. That's every yeah. business. Once again, that's everyone. I don't think life. anyone doesn't have you know, no. issues with their coworkers. There's and things not. Like that. There's not like, one person no. uh, in the book for agreements. That shit's amazing. But there's not one person in your life that you agree with yeah. everything. There's not one. Not even. No. Not even your religion. Right. You don't agree with everything. In it. Right. Bro, right. I'd be the most arrogant person ever if I thought Mo and I could just start a, a music label out of nowhere mm -hmm. and then and then be like, oh, we did everything perfectly. And Cyrus knew we were brand new to this shit when he signed. Right. Like, yeah. and that's why I've expressed publicly, like, I appreciate him him rolling with us. Like, yeah, yeah. In certain aspects, did he have anything to lose? No, but also he didn't have to do that. We were brand new. Like, I'm sure we didn't do everything perfect. I know we didn't. Right. I've right. talked to him about things I think we can do better. We, that's half the reason we got this this office space with our own investment. None of the artists do anything. This is all Mo and I. Is because we wanted to. You know, with everyone working out of their own home studios, mm -hmm. you have less communication. There's just less natural conversations and right. transparency. And right. we knew that was an issue. So what did we do? This whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Artists can come here and record. We're always here if you need to come talk. Right. Cyrus was all hype about it. And he never came up here, which is fine. Or rare. Like once in a while, he would come to talk to R you. Rarely. But yeah. never worked out. And that's fine. <clears throat> like he wanted to work out of his place. He didn't want to come up here. Fine. But that's something we did to try to solve that. Right. It's just, and, and like you said, we can have disagreements. We can do, we do little things. He does little things, but there's give and take. That's a business relationship. But the, mm -hmm. what bothers me is that the big picture, mm -hmm. the most important thing, the, uh, the main crux of the agreement we have is just so missed. Like mm -hmm. we're on such opposite sides of how right. we see it. And that, that's what bothers me. Well, and in business too, you, you know, even pertaining to Marcus mostly is it's like, dude, how am I supposed to know something is wrong when you don't talk to me? Right. Mm -hmm. I try, I try to talk to you. Like I, I make it a point to try to call each of our art or talk to each of our artists, uh, once every two weeks mm -hmm. and mostly it's every week, but I try to at least get that for sure. Every time I talk to Marcus, nothing. Well, that's the thing. Just be like, what am I supposed to do? When we got wind of him wanting to leave, you had just talked to him like the day before, the day or before like that. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Right. Nothing. And that, that's that type of shit. That's just frustrating. Because at the very least, have a conversation. Right. Yeah. Nobody's going to... Nobody's anybody else's mom or dad here. Right. Like, yeah. step up, say your piece. Right. And... We're all adults. And handle it. Right. Like, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life. Right. You know what we I'm all saying? Have. But you have... Exactly. And no you one's perfect, to, dude. Just get in there and just say it. Right. Yeah, straight up. Especially That's for something... the best way to handle everything. <laughs> yeah, Especially for something as lax as this music <laughs> label, like... I don't, are we intimidating at all? Or like, I'm skinny me, you know, like, bro, we reworked Cyrus's contract three times. Right. Right. We could have locked, locked him into the original thing and that's what it was and still stood by it because it was fair and whatever, but legal. Yeah. Right. But we were flexible. Right. Yeah. Which is dope again. 
that's dope. Cause like I said, that doesn't happen. No, and it is what it is. Damn. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves life. Launches careers. You don't want the truth to come <laughs> in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. Label. You need me on that wall. Label. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a application and get a job. <laughs> Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. <laughs> Off the dome. Straight up. <laughs> well, I hope you guys have some shit you want to talk about because that's been taking up way too much of my Moving time. Moving right along. Gee whiz. What's been going on with Uzi? Where is the the labels holding him hostage? What up? Is it, this, it must be the Spectators Collective. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard they won't let him put out music, so it can't be us because our artists always have final say on if they put something out. Is that the is five? Is that the actual mm -hmm. reason? I saw that he I was think quitting so. music or whatever, but I didn't see I know he's, fr like, I didn't look into it super deep, but it sounds like he's just frustrated with a lot of things that typically artists are get frustrated with with their major label deals, especially when they're probably a 360. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and he's just frustrated. I, I heard something about how, like, he wants to put out music and he can't. Mm -hmm. mm. Wow. I do honestly have, like, much less sympathy for people in these situations now. <laughs> like, I, and I will say, that. Yeah. These major labels, you know, their deals and shit can be complicated. Like, yeah. not one page. Really complicated. And guess point. what you do? Take it to a Yeah. Yes, exactly. Agree. Also, a lot of those artists grow a following and shit like that and, and on their own for a while and then cash in with the label. I would but, say that's what a lot of them, that's the only reason these labels want these people. Right. Because right. they can benefit right. from them. It's like right. the exact exactly. opposite. Right. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. Like, we'll pay you money for... Your fan base. Yeah. 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 But then also, when you get fucking ridiculously rich and fam yeah. not even we're taking a cut when you get shit. ridiculously famous mm -hmm. a lot of these artists you know like he's he said he'd he'd rather be he said something like he'd rather be 2013 him and 2013 him wanted to be 2019 him That's so right. it's like grass is always greener like if you're really unhappy like i, I feel for you but i mean life's Please. a bitch ain't it anyway, that. Contracts, did you see uh Possibly, I heard it's not confirmed, but Drake might be doing a residency in Las Vegas. What? What? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I just read it today. Um, is he singing country he said, songs? He said last night or two nights ago, whenever he performed at, I think it was The Win or something, he made two million bucks that night. Dude, I'm, so I'm sure his, I think it was like, night? it was 12... <laughs> Supposedly, or I don't know. I don't know how they have this information if it's not confirmed. But TMZ twelve said. shows throughout the next year in Vegas at this place, huh? And I don't know how the fuck you ever make money if you're paying him two million of it, Bro, but they do. Yo. I've heard. I've heard those residencies pay a a lot, a yeah. ton. Yeah. Well, it's just crazy because I mean, you hear certain artists, but. Not very many as big as Drake, for one. Right. Secondly, if they are as big as Drake, they're normally a DJ. Right. And, like, 
that makes so much more sense to me because like in Vegas. Yeah. You go there. This, this dude does a show like every month or whatever. Well, in the same place, like a DJ can spin like whatever yeah. the fuck he wants. Yeah. Drake has to perform like the same songs. Right. He has a whole bunch of them though. He does. Right. He has a good catalog yeah. for something. Yeah, like he right. could do He's a whole year's worth of performances Straight with different songs. Yeah, <laughs> true. But yeah, man. I've I mean, heard. I would go see that shit every yeah. month. I yeah. don't care. That'd yeah. be fun as fuck <laughs> because up. it'd be packed and there'd be hella dope people there. Yeah. Like, you know, every team that's in town is going to that. Yeah. 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 And now they have a hockey team and like, it, it'll just be. Well, it's just an attraction for that month too, just for Vegas in general. Like, yeah. That that Drake. is like without actually being in the venue, like that's a big thing for just the strip. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I've it heard seems like a smart place. Yeah, I heard yeah. I've heard Both residencies parties. before, like with artists that you wouldn't think are that big, and they get paid ridiculous amounts for oh. some of these residencies. And Can't and imagine. so with yeah, that actually, as crazy as it is, that doesn't surprise me that Drake's <laughs> could no. get that. And actually. No. It seems like a smart play. Like, dude, yeah. lock that in for a year. You or know, it'd be really nice about that also is that you don't have to travel right like a tour or something yeah you don't have to do all that shit right you don't have to i mean he doesn't do this but like get your stage set up and get your merch yeah. out and do this and that that's just all there no i know every yeah, it, every month or whatever it is and i don't know if he's allowed to do shows in between that's true. I don't know. But, but yeah, you'd think it would be a nice little break for someone that's toured all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's had a long music career to this point, yeah. whatever, like change that's it up. Sick. Yeah, man. That's dope. I didn't even hear that. Where, yeah. where was it at? Win? I think, I believe it was the win. Yeah. Win, 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 win. I've been there. Fuck everything else is what Drake said. Win, 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 win. <laughs> I'm of the year. Did you say Drake or J Rock? Sounded like Drake. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. <clears throat> so is Ray Schremer breaking up? That's what I was going to say. Dang. Doubt it. I was going to say, do y'all give a fuck? I don't. I don't. I like Ray Schremer. I know you do. I like them. They but make hype they music, are, but they already do a fine. lot of their own thing. Yeah. So that's what I thought. It's fine. I yeah. heard they're not now anyways. Yeah, that's what oh, I heard. Oh, they're not? Yeah, I don't care. I just don't understand. You know, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> I just think the smartest play now in this day and age is truly like if you are a group, you can also be separate. Why does that matter? No, yeah, I don't yeah. understand. What that do shit. the numbers yeah. say? Do the fans like one more than the other? Yeah, I mean, make some money off them. Right. Bring them back together. Right. right. At least exactly. try it out. Yeah. Right. And, that's and, it. and it's so hard to. Those two dudes have different styles. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, Which is part of the reason they're dope. Gen- it, I agree, right. but like it seems like Sway wants to make the chiller R and B vibe, and Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy wants to make the real ratchet shit. And when they're together, they can make like the ratchet club bangers with dope hooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is very <clears throat> valuable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when they're separate, they can make like just shit you want to listen to. You yeah, know? and it got like it got me thinking about just duos in hip hop in general. And that's kind of how it seems to go. Like if you come into the game as a duo, Mm -hmm. you can be, you, you're successful, whatever you establish yourself in music. And then it's natural to me. It's natural to want to, you know, go your own way and, 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 and and both the dudes behind us. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Outcast fucking cool kids. Yeah. Yeah. 
Green Schemes, Spectators. Hey. Bunch true. of great duos. Shit. <laughs> Classic. Facts. Only Clips. one of those last two have uh, really separated. <laughs> Made music <laughs> by themselves. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh, damn. More to come. Oh, no, no, I got beef. <laughs> Shit. Um, Q, you been paying attention to the, uh, the Dreamville situation? Oh, yeah. I saw that you were uh, hyped about your boy Schmeen in that invite to the sessions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I think everybody but us in this room got invited to that. Session. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> everybody's there. I was waiting for mine, bro. It's about to be. I don't even know when it's dropping. I don't know. It's I gonna be so good. I think it was like what ten days of recording or something. Bro, can we look up somehow? I'm sure we can because it's 2019. Uh-huh. About time how I don't long, know. Maybe I won't be able to. How long or how many tracks was on the second one? Because the only one that really stuck no out idea. to me is Folgers Crystals and uh, Night Job. Revenge, of, Revenge of the Dreamers. Okay. Revenge of the I Dreamers. Honest, I'm not two. sure I ever listened to that one. Ooh. But those two songs. Yeah, Folgers, I, I Crystals, basically I stuck to the Cole songs off that for the most part. And, and those and were the Boss. two. Yeah. <laughs> those were but that, Dude, I like their roster. Yeah. A lot. Yo. Oh, those dudes are not are all on Dreamville. Revenge of the Dreamers. No, two, no, 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 no. Nine Just, songs. Two? Yeah. Nine mm-hmm. songs? Yeah. They have like 50 dudes in there. Yeah. How the fuck did they narrow it down to nine songs? No, no that was the second one. That was the well, second one. Well, I know, but, but if the they third one's going to be at least 18 yeah. or some crazy I, Well, shit. I also, I guarantee you like everything they create in those sessions isn't going on that project. Like right. it'll go on other people's projects. Yeah, and maybe, maybe Cole gets first pick for this project and then whatever's left over, whoever, whatever artist <laughs> created it can kind of do whatever they want. Did you watch that it. video I sent you? Or sent uh, the group. It, yeah. oh, it was like behind oh, the, the scenes of, or it was just like no, recordings of uh, that that session. Oh like, really? Pretty much everyone's like, Snapchats uh, and recordings of Instagram. Yeah, uh, like uh, Ross is in there. Somebody Wild just put them together. Yeah, that's dope. It's like 15 minutes of just and they're playing hella songs. Yeah, I saw JID. Crit was in there. Hell yeah, Crit's about to eat. Obviously, you just said Ross Wale, mm-hmm. like uh, Slump. Ski mask. mask. There you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a bunch. There's a shit ton of people in there. Like twenty, months, yeah. at least twenty people. Well, and I mean, Dreamville itself has like fucking Jid, Boz, Earth Gang. Yeah, Kaz is Ari Lennox. Dope. The last one I heard. Yeah. Have you listened to Ari Lennox at all? No. Dope. Yeah, she's smooth. Oh, it's a chick. chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a uh, like R and B type singer, just okay. real smooth. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they got a roster, man. They got a roster. It's always interesting to see like how an album like that comes together. Does it sound like everybody just threw a verse on something, which is fine. Sometimes right. that's super dope. Yeah. Or does it sound like a soundtrack? Like like the Black Panther soundtrack was very cohesive and well executive produced and shit like that. Yeah. I don't like I'm not even saying I have to have one or the other for it to be super dope. I guess there's something a little dope about it being kind of a cohesive project, but with those artists, I wouldn't be mad if it was a compilation like it sounds like. What I kind of thought of mm-hmm. was uh, when Jay-Z made uh, Magna Carta, mm-hmm. how he had, he brought in like the producers and like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. Is J. Cole like, this is the direction we're going. Yeah. And then call in a bunch of people. Like you kind of do lay the the groundwork with the producers, with the music, like you have mm-hmm. the music. Right. Like, this is the vibe. I feel like in 10 days, shit, you'd have to have some of it laid out. Yeah. Is that you know what they're what I'm doing? Saying? 
Well, then, isn't that yeah, what you I, said? I think, can you peep the flyer? I think the original, like, maybe just go to Cole's Twitter. Um, I think the original thing he sent out at the bottom maybe said, like, January 6th to the 16th or something. Wow. I mean, yeah, like, that's obviously they can work longer, but yeah, if it was only, I mean, 10 days, that's a good amount of time, and these dudes. They can just yeah. lock in, yeah. yeah. You got like, that many people yeah. in there, right? It's like, but you still, you split the verse off the dome, yeah. and it's going on. Yeah. What am I looking for? The his the flyer of the invite Revenge thing of the he Dreamers. sent out. It's all over Instagram. Everybody got an invite. I got mine somewhere. Yeah, yeah they all should probably the say one. I can't even read it. Does it say at the bottom? January sixth to sixteenth. Yeah. Two thousand nineteen. Dreamville, Atlanta, Atlanta. I'm ready for Atlanta. Get back on the music, man. Yo, uh, not, not Atlanta. Music, Get back or, uh, on the music, man. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, it's wait, wait, everybody's out of fucking Atlanta. What is, yeah, what did you say? Like, who else is huge, right? But I'm talking like. Little Baby and Gunna, aren't they true. both in play? I like, I like Baby. Yeah, Atlanta's baby. been on the map, bro. Well, I know they've. No, I mean like recently. Remember, I feel like we they've been running shit. Producers, if not rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Producers, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> I like. Plus, I love that. Like Atlanta shit when we were in high school though. Yeah, everyone Yo, that was, was it. from Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> literally <laughs> everyone. If you yeah. ain't have a seven X, don't talk to me. Yeah, some Spree Wells admirations. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't listen to the same seven shit I was listening X. to. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just for real. laughs> fashion was, fashion was so ridiculous. Yo, it was crazy. <laughs> it is now too. Yeah, it is, is now too. To I watched too. Uh, Rise, the Crump movie back in the day. You, I know y'all ain't watched that Look, shit, no. man. Yo, I didn't even have cable, bro. If it wasn't on fucking PBS, I wasn't seeing it. <laughs> but that's true. DVD was gooder. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was like the hypest movie out of the Word. decade. Yeah, Crump music. My mom, because we would watch it at my house all the time. Yeah, my mom crumped one time. Yeah, she was so what? That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> that's how big it was. She wow. was like, she did it as a joke, but she was like, I have a fucking headache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she practiced that. Banging. <laughs> Crumping was this shit. She probably did. Ringtones. I could go back to the to the bigger pants, though. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about the bed sheets. Yeah, I saw, for sure. I saw a Yahoo article Man, today. It was like, that was a little just hard. Offset's new outfit. Um, is it like a sign that rappers are done with skinny jeans? Like wow, dude! You can <laughs> that's see, where we're at. You can see some of the like trendsetters a while, a while ago, like um, wearing the bag of your pants and shit because it's different. Everyone just wants to be different. Exactly. Yeah. Once something Style becomes comes common, around, yeah. did you guys do the ten year challenge? Post like uh, no. What funny. was it called? What is aging done to you? Challenge. Or I think it's literally. Well, I, I think it's literally called ten year challenge. Oh, I saw it under and a then different they, label, but you know, the the, there's a new fucking challenge every hour. I don't think I even saw this. What was it? It's just you post a picture of yourself from ten years ago and then today. Uh, and Pharrell was like today and yesterday type shit. Oh, my shit. Yeah. Would, but my shit would be brutal, bro. Yo, your driver's license is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even like some of the oh, shit, McLovin. like some of the photo shits and shit we did coming up. Like I'll yeah. look at those and be like, but you know what? I think I tweeted this like a few weeks back. Don't be ashamed of your come up. No. You know? Right. You had to come from somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. yo, that, there was a reason you were doing that shit, too. Right. Like, it was the that way. was the, yeah. yeah. You that were, was you at the time. Yeah. Most people aren't just completely. Yo, y'all had them, uh, them Bieber joints or Mo T did. Mo did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's sure right. did. It, that's what's funny too is like I always, I remember back in those days, like I wanted so bad to not be the frat rapper and shit like that. Yeah. Like 
because I, because I, I felt like I was lyrical. I didn't like that style of yeah. of rap, mm-hmm. the frat rap type. I was, mm-hmm. I, I liked underground lyrical hip hop guys. But then I look back at like some of the shit I'd wear and stuff like that, and I'm like, you were a frat rapper. <laughs> <laughs> like, no wonder motherfucker said you were a frat rapper. Look at those dudes out there. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's not even bad right there. Bro. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. I could, yeah, I could get way worse than that. <laughs> that's what. That's what I always remember you wearing. Yeah. There's one shoot we did where I wore like a Cincinnati hoops jersey or something that was just like you are. Jerseys are gonna. That come was the back. same. If they haven't already, that, that was the same Yo, shoot. Yeah. I'm ready for that shit. Yeah. Jerseys are expensive. I know. Good ones, bro. They're impossible to find that fit right. That aren't Either down your knees. Fucking humongous, Yo. or they're too. That's why baseball short. and hockey jerseys are the illest. Yeah. Because you, you can sleep rocking. in them. Yeah. God. Baseball ones you can like wear a hooded under them if mm-hmm. you need to. Yeah. I like that just look. Tea, yeah. Mm. The hooded under the baseball, baseball jerseys. jerseys. Are sick. In seven X. <laughs> no, like three. <laughs> Hockey jerseys are the hardest to wear because the sleeves are this big at the bottom. Yeah, it's like an Aaron Rodgers jersey. Yeah, shit goes past your fingers. This <laughs> is so the old Peyton Manning. Oh, yeah, those are those ex- to the knees. The Kirk Cousins. Yo, yeah, he's the average of shit. For yeah, some apparently. He got we, paid though. We haven't done our NFL spiel for the they day. just yeah they he signed a contract he signed a guaranteed contract. You know what that they means? They said he did something. <laughs> I thought he was. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I thought he was already under con- like a long contract. Yeah, they said he did something this year that no quarterback has done or something. I didn't read it though. Get paid the most and lose <laughs> the fucking most. It was something good. It takes talent. I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he did because I mean, think of the years uh, Diggs and Thielen had mm-hmm. like. Cousins had to have some decent numbers at, at somewhere across the board. Right, whether just couldn't win the fucking or, games. Yeah. 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 Yikes. But uh, you guys so, see any of those playoff games? Yeah. I didn't watch Not Dallas, but I'm definitely the, glad Dallas lost. Yeah. God, uh, get him out of here. The only real entertaining game was uh, Philly and New Orleans. Yeah. That was good. I didn't really, wa- I didn't really get to sit down Yo, and watch them. did you hear who is performing at the Super Bowl, potentially? Yep. And I thought they like backed out just recently, and now they're back. Who? But, Who? Well, I knew Maroon Five was in it, right? I thought Travis. Travis, Travis but I thought boy. somebody talked him out of it or whatever. Uh, well, Fuck, he said like, his, who gives a shit, he man? He said his shit, speculation dude. was they had to donate to some. They named it like some sort of social justice something. That was like Travis? his speculation. Yeah, Travis. But that big was boy, his speculation. Yeah, that was his person. speculation. But it, big boy, are they doing it? Yeah, he's doing it. They're gonna donate. I mean, yeah. That's tight. Yeah, I mean, more what, people. What is uh, like? Uh, what's a donation to the NFL? Well, that's what I'm saying. They should do like uh, DeAndre Hopkins donated his game check or whatever to Chris that. Chris Long did a season check. He did a season check. Like I think that shit. That's the coolest shit. Yeah, that shit's mm-hmm. dope. That's putting your money where your so mouth cool. is. Yeah, yo, especially in a sport like football. so many people talk shit. Like, well, they're making booty, dirty booty. Like, man. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who it is to bro. give up your entire like <clears throat> year salary. Yeah, no, nobody's I, doing this. Bro, shit. I yeah. hate. But you, you don't. <laughs> 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 but you, you don't. I mean, people get. There's a lifestyle that goes and it gets associated the longer that you go making certain amounts mm-hmm. that you have to keep up because it's just the way that you're used to living. Yeah. Like, right. so if you're so used to living a certain way, and it's not an evil thing, dude. I don't know why people paint this as like. You make a lot of money. Yeah. Cool. Like, 
I don't and, and I worked for it. Two kids, and I right. Well, bro, it's like well, you uh, suck at football. There was yeah. There people, was people act shit. like people get like inherited money so often and stuff like that. When in reality, it doesn't happen all that. Did often. we talk about the the Rock tweet on the last podcast? It was no. We I talked about the so. Rock. It show. wasn't his tweet, but it was like a tweet about him. It like kind of went viral on um, Twitter, and I think it was after that, like uh, whatever her face is. Uh, Ocasio Cortez did that 60 Minutes interview yeah. talking about the new like tax proposal she had or whatever. And this tweet went viral talking about like, oh, The Rock makes like 60 some million dollars a year. So if he has to come down to 16 million, like that's whatever it would equate to, like big fucking deal. And like that went viral. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm like, yo, <laughs> if you if you worked nuts. enough to earn 60 some million dollars. Yeah. To lose like over forty million of it, like stop counting other people. Like, yeah, I agree. Higher tax bracket pays more, whatever. But yeah. there's an extent to it. It was like whatever the proposal was like. If you make over ten million, then you just get taxed like some astronomical amount, and that's what would make the yeah. sixty go to sixteen. And then it's like someone that makes ten million has no incentive to work anymore. Then right, or they move out of the United States. If I make your business elsewhere, if I make 10 million and you're about to tax me that absurd amount after I make 10 million, I'm done working for you. And we need these people in the country. Especially if it's 10 million. Yeah. Overseas. Yeah. Like a hundred bucks. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's shitty for both parties. But like you said, if I make 10 million, I get taxed this and I go down to whatever million and you make. 16 million and your tax this and you go down to the same fucking million. That's the problem. Right. That's what I mean. Like, I'm all for I'm like not doing shit. I'm all for the levels to this shit. I'm just saying you got to think it all the way through. I'm donating all my fucking money. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that I'm under that yeah. Yeah. limit. Yeah. You just got to You got to think that shit all the way through. Yeah. Nonprofit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can, you can make enough to like donate and everything and that's fine. Right. But to, to there go has from to be incentive 60 to, work. to 16. There has to be that's incentives. Like, there has to be incentive yeah, to work. Big. What yeah, am I? I'm donating forty million dollars, and and I still have to work, mind I'm you. Not like donating. This that. isn't just free money. Giving that. right. Yeah. Like I had to work for this money. And at yeah. the and at the very least, like shit like that, it, 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 like you should be able to. If you start paying type types of money like that, you should be able to choose where it goes a little bit. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Dude, even even us regular ass people should fucking choose. Like J yeah. Cole said, it should be on an app. Where our fucking yeah. tax money goes, right. type shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there can be like a certain amount that, like, they take. That's like a general fund for yeah. or whatever. Because if you know, and maybe it would work if the people just decided where it goes. But I could see there being certain things that just got left out that yeah. are necessary. Well, so there could, could be a you, certain fund. You have two options: roads, schools, right? And they could fucking. I mean, they could skew all types of shit. No, yeah, they could be like, well, you chose roads. Oh. Thanks for schools. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Even if they did that, would you trust them that it's going Dude, to I don't that? trust them <laughs> right. anyway. Never. Oh, man. Shit. Well, it's been kind of a long pod, no? Yeah. We're up, I guess like, I had to talk about the whole drama. State of the spec DJ at the beginning. Drama. Joggers are, we have them. Um, we'll get them shipped out this week. Shout out to everybody that ordered those. Um, oh, you know. Since we're we're doing the pot all officially and stuff, got the scheme on here, got the whole set, invested in it. Let's try to get this YouTube channel going a little bit more again. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. Hit subscribe, mm -hmm. thumbs up, 
Notification gang? It all counts. It really does. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah. I, I, I wanna I wanna get this shit going, you know? Give us give us all a follow, give these guys a follow. Hey. Gee. Where my shit at? I don't see it. Right. <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> oh yeah, I wasn't looking. <laughs> Definitely. Up. You guys uh, got any uh, any final words for for the people for today? Any topics we didn't get to? Yeah, man. Uh, real quick. Yeah. Heard about Netflix making the change with their streaming uh, software to where you're not going to be able to share your account if you <gasps> aren't paying they can like track it yeah my sister's like about thing. to be pissed Yo, she's scheming off me the entire nation is about to be <laughs> heated damn. i can't believe this is happening but i can damn they said uh 26 of uh young people or some shit like that use accounts that i mean honestly it was bound to happen at some point yeah. like yeah. if enough people are scheming the system they're gonna fix it Yo, how rules paid are is made that to be person broken. that figured out how to right. track that shit yeah right. Yo, the same person right. whoever it, makes I, the uh Weed uh, breathalyzer paid whenever they figure it out. Uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos' wife. Whoever that is, let I me know just, where you live and I'll freaking send the goonies. I was just going to say something about that, but I didn't really have anything good to say. Jeff about. Bezos? Yeah, there's yeah. nothing. Oh, I thought you meant. <laughs> no, just the, you know, Jeff Bezos, the Amazon guy, got divorced. Yeah, and his wife's getting all that shit. Woo. About to be the richest woman in the world. Just like that. Just snap of Jeff's fingers. It seems like they have an all right relationship, though, so they're going to be able to work it out. Yeah. So. And it seems like he fucked up, too. Like yeah. Yeah. She put up with a lot. And they were together. They were together for like 25 <laughs> years. Yeah. yeah, she put up with a lot. She deserves it. What? <laughs> I'm going to hear when I get home. Dude, I mean, <laughs> shit, I, I do. Honestly, normally my gut reaction would be like, blah, blah, blah. But, bro, you you got married. You were married for 25 years. You fucked Yo, up. You I agree. Yeah. You didn't sign up. No, for yeah. Listen, yeah. I'm not mad at her. Yeah. I think she no. deserves it. Yeah. 25 is, yeah. you yeah. get to go. Yeah. Like, the, like that year shit. It's yeah. like, Ill. But for sure, there's an aspect billion. of it of like, what? <laughs> you did not do that. Like, I, I'm not ignoring that. Yeah, her like, girls are like, yeah. <laughs> Let's hit the time. Right. I'm about to. 70 so, billion. Sorry, Glow. I'm going to see if I can strike up a relationship with the ex hey, Mrs. Bezos. We're all trying. <laughs> yeah. Let's all fucking try. If Coley doesn't understand that, <laughs> shit, you know, I'll say, I'll still marry you, but. Yo, I can but we might be for, we'll pay for the wedding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little baby one. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I guess hopefully we don't have to address the whole Cyrus Marcus shit anymore. Hopefully they'll leave it alone and we can all move on now that you guys have our side of the story, mm -hmm. <laughs> a.k.a. <Yeah>. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they won't leave it alone, but I just hope you guys know that, like, you know, last words of today, remember, just because somebody says it on social media doesn't make it true. So just t take shit can with a grain. How many people don't know that? Take shit with a grain of salt. Shit. And that's why I wanted to get elite. Like, that's the other thing. I can't say everything on this podcast. Right. Like, there's lots of things that go into this shit. This I just, podcast would be eight yeah, hours long. Yeah, I feel like I, I tried to hit the headlines as much as I can. I'm sure they'll come back with some, some shit that wasn't addressed that I feel some type of way about. I addressed the major thing, guys. Like, this is what the disagreement was about. Like, you saw Cyrus's video. You hear the right. things he's saying. See the things he's saying. I addressed it. That should be it. But I'm sure... The, some other sob story will be told, but you guys know what the deal is now. Mm-hmm. I know. I heard. What about you? I don't know if I know, but I heard. <laughs> <laughs>
Shit. Well, it's been real. That was episode 48. Man, 48. Damn, we're about to hit 50 pretty soon. 48 hey. 2. Episode 48. Andre Karolinko, AK 48. Mm. I can't AK think of anybody. 48. 48. Yeah. 47. He's fucking joking. <laughs> <laughs> 48 would be. There's like actually a an AK 48. And it's Andre Karolinko. So Let's what, look it up right now. Was Mike Allstott 48? Moti. He was 40. What number was 40. Andre Karolinko? Andre Karolinko. For the Utah Jazz. Did he actually move to 47 at one point? No, I think it was 48. No, he was 47. He was 47. 40? AK 47, yeah. like the gun. Well, I understand there's a gun, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you thought they just forced the analogy? <laughs> no, I swear there's like a bootleg ass fucking AK 47. That's AK 48. Like an M12 and an M fucking. 47. Lim. 47. Wait, so you're saying you think there's an AK? There's a gun AK-48? No, I made this whole shit. <laughs> God. But and I that's an talk. example of what you can do on social media. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did that, did that get us to two hours? AK-48. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's the been real. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate all the listeners and all the fans that, that let us do this shit. Bye. See ya.